I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody as ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their claw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Book Bullies with Nerdy's New Bullet. I'm your host, Leroy, a.k.a. Glass Joe, uh, with my co-host. <laughs> this is Eli, a.k.a. Boba Sex. Yes. Great porn name. <laughs> and we are back with another episode, and it is like a ton of shit going on right now. Half of it we didn't pay attention to, but we're just going to jump into this bad boy. So, Eli, can we uh, start off with the bad news to begin with? We might as well. All right, let's start with the bad news. Go ahead and get this over with. So, for those who don't know, passing was, uh, we want to say rest in peace to John Saxon. Uh, Maybe you younger listeners, viewers, or whoever you are, maybe don't know who this guy is, but I think we need to do a little quick rundown of who he was. So, I, for instance, uh, read, I mean, saw Enter the Dragon like a billion times, have no idea how many times I can probably, you know, quote the movie backwards and forwards. Everyone Everyone should have seen it a billion times. <laughs> they should have. I mean, it's Enter the Dragon. Why not? I mean, uh, if you don't know who John Sex was, he was the white guy in that movie. Yeah. So because uh, they needed they needed one back then. Because they, they needed one. Now yeah. here's the thing: most people don't realize this about Bruce Lee is that Bruce Lee only made four and a half movies. Period. That's all he did. That's all the movies mm-hmm. he made. So all those uh dragon lie and bruce lie and all those rip off bruce lee movies weren't him there was some other guy just saying they were bruce yeah. lee he only made four movies three of them were in uh Ch- china and into the dragon was his first starring vehicle in america however they didn't yeah. believe that he was going to be a uh they they didn't believe he could carry a movie by himself in america even though he was this huge star in china so that's why they decided to have a white guy and a black guy now, I do want to say you got John Saxon. You also have Grandmaster Jim Kelly, also known as Black Bill Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you listen to the beginning of our podcast where you hear, man, you straight out of a comic book. That's him. Yeah. And, and he so, he was he was put in there to target the urban audience. Me. Because, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. when Kung Fu movies first came to America, they were only playing in like Grindhouse shady theaters in like the urban air urban communities and Mm -hmm. those were the first audiences and the people who uh who flocked to the theaters to see them they were mostly people of color who lived in these uh you know urban communities and they really resonated with the audiences at the time because they came out during the civil rights movement you know Mm -hmm. late 60s early 70s you know, and, and a lot of Kung Fu movies were about standing up to tyranny and all that. So Kung Fu really, 
you know, struck a chord with American audiences in the, in the urban community about fighting the man and fighting fascism. And that's a lot, a lot of what the Kung Fu movies were about. So that's why they stuck uh, Black Belt Jones in there or Jim Kelly. Yeah, which another movie you need, if you, you need to watch Black Belt Jones a billion times also. <laughs> yeah. Not only because he was whooping ass, also because of the soundtrack. Any Black Spotation movie gonna have like an awesome soundtrack to it anyway. So yeah uh yeah so and then while we're talking about that like i said that's in the dragon one of my favorite movies of all time we also got to talk to uh talk about nightmare on elm street because i yes. watched that i didn't actually watch nightmare on elm street until i was older and when i saw the movie i was like wait that guy looks familiar but like i said i i, I have in the dragon burned in my head so when i saw the dad on there and i saw him on i was like oh wow okay so Eli, i'm gonna let you take it over because like i said uh horror movies are like your wheelhouse Oh, well, yeah, John Saxon played, you know, Nancy's father in uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street, Elm Street series um, in the first one and the third one. They killed him in the third one. Um, but he came back. But yeah, but he's been in so many movies. He's been around. Mm-hmm. He's He was in like in the original Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. He's been, you know, a lot of movies uh, from Dust Till Dawn. I, yeah, he's had a quite long career. He's just right. one of those character actors that and, and when you read about him, like when when he when he died people were talking about he was a nice guy you know you hear yeah. about so many assholes in hollywood and people can't stand anybody they was like no he was a nice guy pleasure to work with he was fun he was entertaining movies he did his job you can't say anything bad about the guy yeah he entertained us i mean yeah so yeah rest in peace john saxon do you know class act you we love your movies it was in like i said the, two of your movies you've been in are burned into my brain so yeah uh now can we move on to a little bit more fun stuff eli yeah okay now we're gonna move to sports because that's what people that listen to this podcast come to hear (laughs) two nerds talk about sports (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so first thing we're gonna do is talk about uh yes apparently mike tyson has came out of retirement and he wants to challenge roy jones jr to a fight so apparently he has like his own league or his own something I don't like that. It's not like through the official box, but basically like for retired fighters, thing like that. So he's back in retirement. We've seen the fights. We've seen the footage of Mike Tyson just going fucking nuts. He's training. We were like, why is he training so hard? Obviously, he's getting ready to bite somebody's head off. And apparently, it's going to be Roy Jones Jr. Now, uh, Eli, I'm going to take it first. Who do you think is going to win? And now keep my, I've done this simulation in EA's uh, Fight Night 4. So I, I know who's going to win. Yeah, I think Tyson's a little bit bigger, and you know, I think he'll probably take it. I mean, they're both old, right? They're both older and slower, right? But um, Tyson well, I think Roy got- Jones' last fight was in 2018, where he got his ass beat, and I think Tyson's last fight is 2005, where he got his ass beat. So yeah, I mean, Tyson's a heavyweight. I mean, I know Roy Jones fought at heavyweight at some point, but he was like, never, he like barely squeaked in there. You know, he's never been a heavyweight. Where Tyson is a heavyweight that right. moves like a lightweight. So, well, he did back in the day. Back in the day, right? <laughs> I mean, but I mean, if you've but, seen the footage now, he moves like he did then. Yeah. Um, I mean, he like look at look at this. Look at this. On the left is him in the eighties. On yeah. the right is him a few weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, he's he uh, looks better now than he did then. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You don't want to get yeah. in a ring with this guy. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I, I know Roy, I mean Roy Jones is fast. Well, he was fast. <laughs> he was one of the fastest fighters I've ever seen. Like, look, when I when I saw Roy Jones feet, I mean, I think when he like broke his arm or hand or something like that, he fought a guy. So he didn't even block. 
he just dodged him. So when you watch the fight, he looks like fucking Goku in Dragon Ball Z, just dodging yeah. this shit like that. Can't even be hit. So you're like, what the hell? So I don't think he's going to do that anymore against Mike Tyson. But we got to remember, this is Eli. This is like I said, this is a comic book podcast. So the best way I can describe this is Hulk versus Flash. Who would win? Speed versus power. And the thing is, just Flash can do all this blah, 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 fast, add those seconds, reverse time and shit like that. But all Hulk has to do is catch him one time. One time. And it's over. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like because Mike Tyson has take has hit people with one punch way bigger than Roy Jones and knocked him the fuck out. Yeah. When and he catches them, yeah. it's going to be like, you know, the world of cardboard. I'm sending your ass in the front row. People are like, oh, uh, he's going to knock Roy Jones out. Yes, he's going to knock Roy Jones out of the ring into the second row of the, <laughs> the seat section. <laughs> because that's going to happen because that's how powerful Mike Tyson is. I mean, you can hear his punches on TV. Like when he whiffs, you're like, oh, if they were connected, that would have knocked that guy's fucking head off. That's what we're going up against. So I, I'm i scared for Roy Jones. I'm sorry. Especially with the way Mike Tyson is looking now. Yeah. But honestly, this is the battle of the old men. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Eli. I don't know. I know you're saying this is going to be a bunch of old dudes. Like, I, you know. You uh, know. I mean, I actually watch. I mean, I haven't. Wa- I'm not a big boxing fan as I used to be. I watch a lot of MMA, mm-hmm. and I just don't really care. I watch fights. All- I watch fights last night. I mean, I watch fights all the time, and this one is just one of those public publicity fights. Here's like Ooh, MMA you know. as popularity has taken over boxing now. I I, yeah. I I completely agree with that. I do think that this is what the sport of boxing needs right now. They need some kind of spectacle, even if it's a bunch of old fifty year old dudes fighting each other. Yeah, it's a spectrum. I mean, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, yeah. I, I I don't. I'm probably not going to watch it live. I'm probably I'll hear about it. And I oh, I, you will hear about it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't think it's going to be as big as everyone thinks it You're is. You're going to mute the hell out of me. <laughs> I, I, I don't. <laughs> you know, um, but hey, you know what? Big up to these guys for still doing what they want to do. I mean. <sighs> Usually, when guys get past a certain age, you don't want them to take that kind of risk anymore. Um, right, because I mean, they could really what, get hurt. Right. You saw what happened with Ali. Ali fought way too long, and it was sad. He was right. sad in his old age, and I would. And they're older than he was. I don't. I don't want to see these guys go out like that. You know what I mean? And that's 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 kind of how I feel. But hey, get paid, whatever. Right. You know? But at the same time, I mean, like I said, they're both old. So it's kind of fair. It's not like one of them going against like a hungry 20 year old that's ready to rip somebody. That head is off. true. Yes, that is true. You yeah, know, maybe, so. maybe it's, it'll be just a friendly brawl and, you know, I don't know. I still think yeah. Tyson's going to take his head I, off. I mean, that's, Hey, I mean, you know, yeah. who knows? I mean, <laughs> somebody gets hit and they're like, ow, I don't want to get hit again. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, okay, you got me. <laughs> windmill. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's what happens. you see what happens to all these older fighters. I mean, Sugar Ray. Yeah. Boy, did he look bad in this last five Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, you know, but hey, like I said, if they if they want to do it, do it. You know, yeah. I can't so. stop them. You know. Oh, well, let's move on. Maybe it would be exciting. Eli, I know you don't give a shit about this next topic, but I got to talk about it because I heard I was like, because I, I, if I don't talk about it now, I'll never get a chance to talk about this again. Okay. So we're going to talk about. First, we talk about sports, which nobody listening to this show gives a fuck about. Now we're going to talk about music, who nobody wants to hear us talk about anyway. So the reason I'm going to talk about this because, uh, yes, there is an album that came out this week that was called No Pressure. 
by an artist named uh, shit, what's his name? Logic. Have you ever heard of him, Eli? I heard his thing he did with Wu Tang. Yeah, he did do a thing with Wu Tang. I think it was on his album, whatever like that. Anyway, the reason we're talking about Logic right now because he just dropped an album this this weekend, the Friday, and I'm actually gonna review the album in a second. And this is his last album. And oh, yeah? yeah, he's retiring after this. He he's at 30, so he's he, he's too old for rap. And so, so he's gonna retire rap. And guess what he's transitioning to? And you probably can read it. Spoiler alert. I can uh, see the bottom. <laughs> yeah, it's down at the bottom. So spoiler alert. Yeah. He's going to become a Twitch streamer and play video games. And it's not like he just, I'm going to just decide to just do this. No, he actually signed like a multi-million uh, seven-figure deal to sign with Twitch. He's probably okay. making more money with Twitch than he was with rapping. So is he that good? I don't know, actually. Probably <laughs> sucks. Most of these rappers, when they do decide, like Lupe Fiasco, he wanted to play Street Fighter. I'm like, you're garbage, man. Go back to, go back to the album. So maybe he's good. I don't know. Maybe he's entertaining. A lot of times it's not really about how good you are. I mean, if you're entertaining, maybe he'll freestyle and stuff like that, you know, when he's rapping. I don't know what he's going to do. Um, look, can is I talk that, about, can, can I review the album real quick? Good, yeah. Okay, I'm going to just review the album real quick. Uh, basically, he's your typical lyrical, spiritual, I can rap indubitably with five different words all the way through that. And it's cool and finey, fine and dandy, uh, but it gets boring. If that makes any sense, that's just me. I mean, it's cool you can throw all those words at me and shit like that at 500 miles a minute, but I don't want to hear that shit for an hour and a half. I'm just saying. And then if you're in the car with somebody, with hey, put that logic on. Nope. <laughs> What's that? Uh, was it a uh, 40 year old virgin when uh, was it Kevin Hart? When I was <laughs> what do you Kev- say? I didn't really- <laughs> when he was in with Kevin of the Kevin Hart scene, and uh, probably the only time Kevin Hart ever made me laugh. Was a forty-year-old virgin when he's like uh, talking with the the other the, uh, the 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 stereo guy, and he's like, "Okay, using too many of these big words, right? Because <laughs> I don't know what they mean. Yeah. I'm gonna take I, it. I'm gonna take it as disrespect, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's how I feel like that. I'm like, Logic, what the fuck are you talking about, man? I, I get it. You're smart. I get it. <laughs> I don't want to hear this shit, man. I don't want to hear a dictionary being thrown in my head, you know. Uh, so, but yeah, but that's him. Uh, he did reunite you with no idea who used to do beats for Jay-Z and stuff like that. So the beats are pretty catchy. That's cool. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, good. He's done rapping. I don't have to hear this shit anymore. So that's cool. Maybe I hear his Twitch stream. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but I'm, I'm saying all this, Eli, but honestly, what I was really listening to this weekend was Taylor Swift. She dropped a album. So really? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, are you really surprised, Eli? Let's be honest. I, I you already knew I was a 15-year-old white girl. I <laughs> I, I am mean, surprised. <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm a caring and training. I don't fuck it. Hey, you know, I, I actually been on Twitch lately. I mean, I, I just got on Twitch not too long ago. Um I've been uh on on uh watching uh Donut Scary Movie Night. Shout out to Donut. I've been watching he's a, a gay drag queen comedian. He's fucking hilarious, but every night he streams horror movies. And that's what I've been doing for most of my quarantine. Every night at 10 o'clock, I'm watching. I've just, he started, he switched to, to uh, Twitch. And I've been actually more active in the, in the comments. Yeah, Twi- Twitch is trying to, trying to branch out. You're yeah. like, you could just, hey, we're on Twitch. Shit. I just yeah. realized that. Yeah, I, 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 and I'm not. Follow us on Twitch. I, I don't know. I, I'm new to it. I just, I turned out it was on, it was on my TV. It was an app on my TV. I was like, hey. You know, so that's what I, I, yeah. And now I can leave comments now and shit. And yeah, so it's, it's kind of cool, but yeah. Cool. So Eli, what I want you to do is follow us on Twitch. 
Yeah, I'll do that. What's our, what's our channel? What's our channel? <laughs> Worst shameless plug ever. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's move on from that. Uh, now let's talk about some news. Eli, we were scared of what was going to happen last week, and apparently, we finally got the news of what's going to happen, and we have the final fate oh, of the yes. new mutants. And first off, I do want to show this because this is fucking badass. Yeah, that's a, that's a uh, you know homage to Night- Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, the Dream Wars, which is one uh, one of my favorite horror movies of all time. That movie was just just great. It's basically like X Men or some shit like that. You know? It is basically the X Men of the Freddy Krueger series. Basically, it was pretty awesome. But what we found out now is that well, everybody well nobody was scared. We were scared that they were going to release it on Hulu or Disney Plus, and that's the rumors going around. But apparently, that's not what's going to happen. They you were gonna... scared. I was hoping they were. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared. I made this big rant. On Facebook, everybody talks shit about me, saying I was being overdramatic. So what? Yes, I get overdramatic sometimes about this shit. That's what I do. But apparently, it is going to be released in theaters. And I think the date to stick it to, what, Eli, August 28th? Yeah. Maybe if, it's probably just posted somewhere or whatever. Like if, that the, if theaters are going to be open, then? If theaters are going to be open. But here's no. my thing. Okay, go ahead. Okay, here's my thing. I think Disney is cleaning the slate. They're draining the swamp. They're leaving all the movies to die. They don't care. Before 2021 end, uh, begins and 2020 end, uh, be, whatever, what I was trying to say. The point is, all the Fox movies are still on the slate they haven't got rid of. They're trying to just dump them out of there. Dump and grind. Just get them out of there. Because they're all going to eventually come to the streaming sites anyway. But right now, they're just trying to just get them in the theaters, get new mutants. There's some other Fox movies they have too, but I can't remember. It's like a whole list of Fox movies. But all of their Fox movies are going to be released this year. They don't care if they live. They don't care if they die. Hell, they don't care if we live or die. They just gonna get the shit out there and just be done with it. Yeah, I think this is what I think is gonna happen. I think they are gonna stick to the theater release because there are countries. Hey, Willie's yeah. in the house. Yeah, Big Willie, what's going on? <laughs> um, uh, I think they are gonna stick to the, the theatrical release because there are countries that have theaters open that actually did things right during the pandemic and right. <laughs> unlike our shitty country, but right. they actually, you know, are probably safer to open theaters in. So I yeah. think they're going to stick to that. But I also think that they're also going to do the same day um, streaming release. Cause I know they're doing that with Bill and Ted. Okay. I think they're just going to do that, you know, because I don't see American theaters opening up in August. Not gonna happen. No. Uh, yeah, this shit is uh, it's really in full swing yeah. right now. So and I don't, I don't see them delaying this fucking movie again. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna be a same day streaming service though. I don't. I don't think it's gonna be that. It, but is that what Bill and Ted said? What they're gonna do? Yeah. There's a couple movies that are, okay. Let's transition. Yeah. Let's transition. Yeah. The official okay. transition. Okay. We're done with New Mutants. Now <laughs> what we're gonna talk about is uh Comic Con at home. I guess. Is that what we're talking about now, Eli? Because, like I said, I didn't watch it. I was I doing other stuff. I watched things, yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty sure Bill and Ted was on there somewhere. So Yeah, I did I, watch the Bill and Ted panel, yeah. Okay, so I'll let you take it away and whatever. You and know. I watched the New Mutants panel. <laughs> oh, you did watch the New Mutants panel. Okay, cool. They, they, they dropped the opening scene. I didn't watch it. I was doing that the whole time. Okay. Well, they dropped the opening scene, and I'm like, if you're going to drop the opening scene, just drop the fucking movie. 
You know? <laughs> Which is why I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't want to spoil it for me. What do we got? But you know what? I'm actually excited to see it. I'm like, you know what? I, I I'm kind of excited to see the new mutants now. You know, um, say I know I've shit on Danny Moonstar as a character over the years. Mm-hmm. I know there's that controversy that she may or may not be actually native. But you know what? I'm still excited to see this. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I wish they, I, I was hoping they were going to say, guess what? We got a surprise for you. Go watch it on Hulu right now. And that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> I bought, I bought a bunch of munchies and junk food for that. <laughs> Damn it, Eli. We were supposed to hold strong. We were supposed to hold the fort. <laughs> Anticipating like they're going to stream up oh, tomorrow. New Mutants is going to be on TV tomorrow. And no. And I was like, Damn it. You know, <laughs> so good. We get to watch in theaters. That's cool. So I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. I want to see it in theaters. I might be in the theaters by myself. And drive-ins are open. There's a bunch of drive-ins. There's a few drive-ins around my, my neck like, of the world. I don't have any drive-ins by me. <laughs> that have that have been showing movies. Um, and maybe they'll go that route, too. They'll be at the drive-in. I would go. I would drive an hour or whatever to see. I would. That's actually safer. Yeah, you do yeah. a drive-in. They'll be safer. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a drive-in. That's not even that far. Huh. Yeah. Valley High School. Maybe there. I have one in Heaven. That's about a half hour away from me. I got a drive-in about a half hour away. I would totally go to a drive-in to watch the New Mutants. That ain't sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, you, we were talking about Bill and Ted, or we we passed it already. And Bill and Ted, um, looks fun. You know. <laughs> Face the music, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, uh, they, it's 2020 really fucked us, man. Because wasn't uh, Bill and Ted and Matrix Four supposed to come out the same day? I don't know. Was it? I don't know. Or John Wick or something? No, that's something. John. That's John Wick and Matrix. They're both releasing on the same day. Oh, John Wick and Matrix. Because I remember they said like it's going to yeah. be a Keanu Reeves day. So I'm like, okay. Oh, so. check out Big Willie's got all all the drive-ins. Oh, cool. Well, I will go swing by there. You know. <laughs> Hell. We're old enough. Most of us were conceived in drafting theaters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, can we move on to the bullshit now? Sure. Oh, okay. are we, are we, are we ta- are, was I supposed to talk about more Comic-Con? I mean, you shit? can. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Knock yourself out. Go for I it. Watched, I, I didn't see it. I watched, yeah. I watched the Bill and Ted's panel. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched um, the New Mutants panel. <laughs> <laughs> I watched some of that, that uh Lovecraft County? Is that what it's called? Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele's new HBO horror series. Got an HBO horror series. Okay. It looks fucking cool. It's called. What happened to the CBS Plus Twilight Zone thing he had? I don't. I never watched that. I never had CBS. So I I don't know. But Lovecraft County. It looks fucking cool. It's HP Lovecraft with with black folks. So HP Lovecraft is spinning in his fucking brain. What he racist? (laughs) Yes. Okay. I'm confused, that's, but okay. What? That's what's so funny. It was cultural yeah. appropriation. Just okay, dude. Jordan Peele's taking it back. <laughs> oh, yeah. the irony. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. H.P. Lovecraft was, you know, yeah, he was a rich, aristocratic, privileged, pampered, upper class asshole who, you know, was afraid of darkies. That's basically, you know, and that's why if you read H.P. Lovecraft, you know, minorities were always in cahoots with the monsters and shit. You know. <laughs> Right. I mean, but early sci-fi, that's what yeah. it was. It's, yeah. yeah. They were they were afraid of, you know, uncivilized uh right. sci- you know. What was what was there before 
the cities, you know what I mean? You know, right. the untamed wilderness before, the things that lurked in I the will, I know, will say this is always some fucked up shit. You know how they always had like the Egyptian pyramids or even uh, like Incan uh, pyramids, things like that. But they always show well, how were they built? How were they made? So always some sci-fi shit. Oh, some aliens came down or somebody from another dimension came over and did this shit or some immortals made this shit because they can't <laughs> believe that indigenous people made this shit. That's impossible. Yeah. That's beyond I, their... I, I hate, yeah, ancient aliens. Yeah, just because natives knew the earth was round a thousand years before white folks. Right. Does it mean they came from Mars? Right. You know? <laughs> it's like, you can't fathom that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just killing yeah. white folks in first now. You know what? I don't even know if there's white folks in the show, so. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, Willie, you saw me on the show, so. <laughs> there goes the neighborhood. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. What, what else you got over there before we get to the bullshit? Um, you know what? I watched this thing. It was earlier in the week. It was this thing on The Watchmen, and it was a discussion about masks, the representation of masks mm-hmm. in popular culture and you know the, what's going on right now in this mask debate that we're having right now in our current social climate. And it was really interesting. They're talking about you know, the use of masks in pop culture, how, you know, and in superhero tales, how they hide your identity, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and some and some are meant to instill fear, and I think that reflects on why there's this backlash against masks right now. You know, there's Could a fear, yeah. there's a fear element. You know, and then they. Went I, I do remember that this football player, like famous for, plays for the I don't know, 49ers, Seahawks. I don't know who he played for. Anyway, he's well known, famous celebrity stuff like that. But with a mask on, when you can't recognize him, all you see is a six foot three, two hundred fifty pound black man. <laughs> ninja yeah super ninja right (laughs) so before everybody was like hey it's you it's you now when they see him you know they go the other aisle and in the grocery store when they see him you know so yeah um and it was cool and i mean they were talked about the you know the watchman tv show and how yes the masks were meant to uh protect their identity you know of 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 the cops and all that Mm -hmm. um and then they went even beyond that and talked about how the hooded justice on the TV show used the mask to hide his identity because he knew society would not accept a black superhero. Right. And that's why he wore his mask and all that. So it was a really interesting, you know, really interesting topic. And they talked about how, like what we were talking about, because that's what the Watchmen are about, you know, mm-hmm. vigilante has deep roots in KKK. Right. They talked about that, the, how the KKK wore the masks because like it made said, them. We didn't make it up. We yeah. didn't make up that theory. So. Yes. The KKK wore masks and dressed in white to make themselves look like ghosts to instill fear. Right. And the ghosts of the Confederate soldiers. That was yes. Yeah. So um, it was a very, that was probably the highlight. And this was like day two, it was like Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, and I was like, you know what? After watching that panel, I was like, I don't give a shit about the Snyder Cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Don't worry about it. Look, then we will have plenty of time to talk about Snyder Cut. There will be some other bullshit that comes out that we will eventually sit down and address it. But I don't yeah. even feel like it right now. I mean, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, can we move like on? I kept saying I was fucking with everybody online. I was like saying the, the Snyder Cut's tagline should be "Fuck Joss Whedon." <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it might as well be. Yeah, that's the tagline. You Joss know, you know why I don't want to yeah. talk about that because I know eventually next week some other bullshit will come out about Joss Whedon again. So yeah. it's like we just we just wait till it all piles up again. Yeah, Joss Whedon caught eating children. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the tagline. That's what the, the the poster for the Snyder Cut should be. Right. Like, <laughs> Snyder cut the Justice League because <laughs> Josh Whedon's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, we, and you know what? Since we're here, let's just talk about this for a second. Now, why would DC want to, you know, throw Josh Whedon under the bus? I'm going to tell you why they will want to throw Josh Whedon under the bus. The main thing they want to do is because for a second, let's pretend like everybody doesn't pay attention to this comic book shit or watch podcasts like this or read comics or all, or read anything at all, and you just see on HBO Max, you see a movie that came out in 2016 that you remember that was shit, but they're going to make a four-hour version of that movie. So how would you get people so to watch that movie? Better. That right. sounds so much better. Exactly. <laughs> remember that piece of shit that you didn't like? Well, here's a really right. long version of it. <laughs> right. This will say this will make you sign up HBO Max. Like, no, no. Most people are like, no. <laughs> so what would be better for do that? First off, what they would do is just throw Josh Whedon in the bus. Like, no, that shit movie that you hated, it's all that guy's fault. It yeah. was his movie. Yeah. But no, he's a fucking uh pedophile sex trafficking clansman, or at least we're gonna make that shit up about him, you know. <laughs> But while this, you know, God-fearing, you know, heavenly creature called Zack Snyder who, you know, crawled himself from the ashes and rose like a phoenix, he made this movie for you. Bask in his oil. Get his true vision. And that's going to sell the movie. They're going to do everything they can to sell it that way by the time the movie comes out. And well, people are saying, like, we, I argue with Goldman, they're saying that this is not conspiracy by the movie studios. Bullshit. It is. But they okay. want us to think that it's not. I just find the timing a little shitty. Like, okay. it's, too, it's too much coincidence. We, too we much knew coincidence. Joss Whedon was banging other bitches years ago. Right. That's why he lost the Batgirl movie. But right. now that's back in the public eye because... Because he cheated on his wife? What the fuck? The snake, Who the gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, look, what, look, look what's going on with Will Smith and his old lady. Entanglement. Right. Right, that was that's all it was entanglement. Right, entanglement. It's Hollywood. That's what you do. It's none of my business. I don't give a right. Shit. Why do I give a fuck if Josh Whedon is cheating on his wife? I don't care. Make a fucking movie. It's a, oh, because he's a they. The, he said he was a feminist, and you don't do that. Like oh, so you didn't think a, this dude wanted to get laid? Right. <laughs> oh, was using his influence and power in Hollywood to get chicks. Yes, that's what yeah. he was doing. Yeah. So. I that's all I want to say about yeah, baby. I believe in equal rights. <laughs> want to come over to my house? <laughs> right. Talk about equality. You know? <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh shit! That's all I want to say about Josh Whedon. I'm done with Josh Whedon. Yeah. yeah. For now. Eventually, he will come up when they dig up some more dirt on him. They have people <laughs> to get shit on him, or at least to make it up on him. So, all right, can we move on to the bullshit now? Sure. Okay. This is the bullshit. Just want you know, this is bullshit. So, Tom King. Now, I just want oh, you to let you know bullshit. this bullshit. Uh, yeah. Now, this is gonna be a little bit inside baseball for people that don't really know anything about you know comics. Because I know we get viewers and listeners come in that we don't know too much about this shit. I'm but, into comics and I don't get <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so imagine everybody else jumping into this shit, you know, just seeing what's going on. So, yes, we're talking about Tom King. First off, who is Tom King? Tom King is a comic book writer, blah, blah, blah. Do you know he was also in the CIA? Because he loved telling people he was also in the CIA. But the point I what he's break doing. your neck with just my thumb. Right. <laughs> so apparently what uh, uh, Tom King has done is that he's he's writing a new black label book for Rorschach. And we have a whole I have a whole issue with that, too, that I'm not going to get into. Why are we touching Rorschach again from Watchmen? We don't even I do call this. I called this back when Rebirth started, back when the button started. I was right. like, oh, shit, they're bringing Watchmen into the DC. Watch. Watch that Rorschach book sell like fucking hotcakes. Oh shit! Alan Moore is, Alan Moore is just rolling his grave. Wait, I mean he's still alive, but you know, <laughs> but still. <laughs> but the point is, Tom King is making Rorschach, and what he did, he put his fucking foot in his mouth, uh, because he said that, and I, I wish I had the picture for him, but I don't have it. He's saying that the alternate variant cover for the Rorschach number one book, he doesn't acknowledge. Because it was drawn by uh who's the guy's name? Jay Lee? Jai Lee, Jay Lee, Jai Lee, whatever Jay his name Lee? is. Jai Lee? It was it says drawn by him, but he said he doesn't acknowledge his book uh issue because it was drawn because he did work for a comic skater. And the work he did was a cyborg frog. So because he did a cyborg frog book, we need to cancel him. But of course, the guy that uh that writes that book is Ethan Van Scriber, who is a, a fucking piece of shit. So do we need to get into what Comic Skate is? I think we do. Brief. I guess I'm gonna just say hey, it. If there are any listeners who don't know what we're talking about. And they probably still don't care, but I'm gonna just and say don't it. Don't care. Anyway. Uh, don't care. But I'm just gonna just say it and just get off of it. But anyway, Comics Gate, basically, yeah. okay, let's we're comics fans and we're exhausted about this. Shit. We're exhausted about it because it's 2020. <laughs> we're still talking about this bullshit. But yeah. anyway, we all know that comics for the last eight, 10 decades have been dedicated to one market demographic, white, heterosexual, young boys. That's what's been. So anytime they try to branch out and market to anybody else or try to put anything else in the comic that's not that, you're going to have these group of assholes that try to stop them from doing that. So they're gatekeepers, comics gators, whatever you want to call them. They just want books with no politics, no SJWs, no women that don't have big tits, uh, you know, no black people and, and natives that aren't sidekicks, you know, can't have their own stories. They want just the main whatever they want. They just want to keep it the same way. And that's fine. But the problem is that you got anytime you get a like a a. a a Riri Williams, or you get a Miles Morales, or you get a Nick Fury, or whatever like that. You got these asses. Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel, Kamala or Han, even yeah. Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got these assholes that will not only attack the book and criticize the book and go on YouTube and burn the books. They will attack the people making the books on Twitter. They will, you know, harass them, troll them to the point that they have to be, you know, uh, banned or blocked, anything like that. And that's what these guys are. And Ethan Van Scribe is damn near like the ringleader, the poster child, the mascot of these folks. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. Here we go. What you got for me, Big Willie? He loves 90s Cyber Frog. I've never heard of Cyber Frog. i never heard of Cyber Frog either. Let's see. Captain Karen, Captain. you mean? Told you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Big Willie. <laughs> okay. So that's my thing right there. So you got, you got these bunch of assholes that will stop people from doing what they're doing. So the thing was, Jay Lee did some work for Ethan Van Scriber. And according to him, like I said, I don't know, according to him, he didn't even know what Comics Gate is. 
He's Ben Scriber. Call him up. Do you want to do some work? Do you want to get paid to draw a comic, which is what he gets paid to do? He decided to do that, not knowing that it was a political statement to even be associated with this guy. So when Tom King went out of his way to go on Twitter and bash Jay, uh, Jay Lee and harass him and try to get him canceled, that's when Jay Lee fired back like, dude, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. I'm not a comics gator. I just drew a fucking cyborg frog. What the fuck are you talking about? You know. So then Tom Keegan come back, oh, my bad. He's not a uh, comics gator. We're good. And that's when Jay Lee came back saying, no, we're not good. You tried to, you know, hurt my, you know, hurt my career. You tried to hurt my pockets. You tried to get me canceled. This shit is not cool. And my dog just died. Yeah. So and, 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 somebody, I, and yeah. I'm Asian, motherfucker. And he's Asian. You have a white guy. That's the thing I want to talk about now. You have a white guy telling an Asian guy he's racist. <laughs> this is America. That's the world we live in now. <laughs> And this, and you know what? Actually, this is not the first time that Tom King has called the Asian racist, <laughs> because I just found this out last uh, a few minutes ago that apparently Dean Kane is racist. I mean, uh, Asian and racist. <laughs> Dean Kane is Asian. Dean Kane is Asian. Apparently, he he's Asian. I didn't know that. Oh shit. Yeah. So since Tom King also harassed him and trolled him and called him an asshole and a motherfucker on Twitter, they're saying it's okay. That's one Asian he called a racist. Now he called another Asian called a racist. So now you have the hashtag Tom King hates Asians. That's trending right now. <laughs> oh, Twitter. That's Twitter for me. <laughs> I met Jay Lee, Jai Lee. I got a print signed by him. That Wolverine. Okay. Was, was he an asshole? Did he, no, did he, he was, hurl racial slurs at you or anything like that? No, he was laid back and cool and signed my print. You know, the cool Wolverine with all the swords stuck in him and shit. No, no MAGA hat, nothing like that? No, man, he wasn't, you know. He wasn't saying, watch out for, you know, those white devils. He never said any of that shit, you know. Right. <laughs> you know, he was just like, oh, hey, how you doing? Uh, cool, uh, let me get that. All right, cool, man. Yeah, big fan. That Wolverine's dope. You know, yeah, it's shit you say to comic artists when you meet them. Right. You know, and and really it's like you... Yeah, it, it just makes you wonder, why would Tom King do this? Why would he go out of his way to, you know, um, to criticize a person instead of, like I said, they're both in comics. They both work in the industry. A simple phone call would have taken care of this misunderstanding instead of just putting misinformation out to the public for assholes like us, you know, to criticize him over. Because, I you know, there are people that could have just canceled Jay Lee and said, you know, be done with him. You know, I've been noticed ever since the riots that White folks are more offended by racism than me, <laughs> or or like colored folks, <laughs> right? And, I, and I'm not saying that's you know I'm not you know I'm not shitting on them or nothing. I'm just, you know hey good you know good looking out you know all that shit you know mm -hmm. um just you know. But but here's the thing you like this Take what I'm easy this, a little bit that's all I'm this what I'm scared of because I see what you're saying I see what yeah. you're saying that you know they're trying to be overly sensitive and trying to be uh, proactive on a situation like this yeah. but I almost feel like it almost might be virtue sig signaling because uh, basically what virtue signaling yes. is like you just I, I, yeah. do half-ass shit just to get credit for it I didn't want to I didn't want to bring that up because that's a fucking that's I know a, I know because that's thing, a rabbit hole. saying shit like that make us sound like comic skaters. Yes, yes. I and <laughs> you know, but I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because the thing is, it feels like Tom King is going out of his way to cancel somebody, you know, that's in the comic gate to make him seem like, oh, see, see what I do? I'm yeah. 
See how not racist I am? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Because he belongs to a hate group. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. I'm more offended by stupid shit. Okay, cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so that's my thing right there. So I feel like it, it feels like virtue strictly he's going out of his way to make himself, you know, give me a, a pat on my back, give me a gold star to show you that I'm not racist. Meanwhile, doing some dumb shit and you know, doing some harmful shit in the meantime while doing this. Now, we're saying this, but Jay Lee could be full of shit. I mean, he works in the industry. How does he not know what comics gay is? <laughs> Just saying. But the, even the fact that he pretend like he doesn't still makes Tom King look like an asshole. That's all. And you know what's fucked up about it? That, like I said, he was in the CIA. You know, so what you normally you think that being in the CIA, he would go back and fact check some shit before he just say some falsified shit. But then you think about it, he was in the CIA. That's the type of shit they do. <laughs> oh man anything we also got to talk about this what else we got i don't care i don't give a <laughs> shit who i offend <laughs> cool okay boomer <laughs> we love you really we love you <laughs> all, right. all right let's go to the next one. let's go to some fun shit what do we got next on the list uh get out this bullshit we got kamikaze oh Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's talk about some fun shit. Let's talk about the video games. Let's talk to the video games section. Elijah, I want to talk about some brief shit. What happened? So the very first time that we actually get take a look at uh the Xbox had their you know their showcase. They had a press conference doing like this Comic Con thing, whatever like that. And we finally got to see what the next generation Xbox game is going to look like. And a big thing they they promoting right now is Halo Infinite. And I wish I could show you a clip right now, Eli, but we saw it, and it looks like Halo. Like, the shit you can play now. But I want to, you know, you see Next Generation, and they saying all this 12, you know, floppy dicks and all this shit like that, and 16 giga whatevers. You're thinking, okay, it's supposed to, like, look like us. You know, I'm thinking the guy's going to look like you. you know, Looking looking out a window. Right. Ooh, looking at him, you know. But no, it just look like just regular ass. You know, 360 Halo. Like, I can play this shit now. I'm paying all this money just from shit I can look like and play now. So that's what everybody's getting on it right now. Like, I'm paying all this money. I'm not getting these these bleeding edge graphics. You know, I want that shit, you know. And it just looks like, okay, you know. But you know what? We're talking all this shit. But when we get into it, it's going to be fun. We're going to play it. We're not going to care. So I don't want to talk about that. What else we got? Better than call me gold. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him that because he don't listen to this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, uh, but here's the thing. We're gonna talk about the next day. We're gonna talk about also like we talked about the Xbox. And now we're gonna talk about your boy, or is it my boy? Don't Joe know. Rogan. And I don't I mean I only I I I don't listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. I've listened to a couple of his shows he's got his shows are long as fuck man yeah like you like ours <laughs> like no, we're getting... like twice long he's got like three hour i was like man i ain't got time to listen to that shit yeah. but, <laughs> but anyway uh, we're gonna i want i but i yeah i do watch the ufc and he's on that a lot so okay yeah i mean yeah he used to be like an mma fighter and an mma commentator and stuff like that yeah. and he was on fear factor you know i like to call him joe rogan's fear factor so that's just me boom that's what he looks like uh, he's very depressed. But anyway, what he's talking about is that he actually shitted on video games. And so, and the thing, reason he shitted on video games because he said video games are a waste of time. Video games, uh, 
you don't get anything accomplished playing them. You go three hours, don't do anything. There's no monetary value in it, stuff like that. And it's like one of the top trending topics on Twitter because, like I said, fear factors, Joe Rogan, shitted on video games. And Eli, should we get into this? Because, like I said, we're we're the little we're the little boys. He can crush us if he finds out about us. Uh, he can buy you, us. You can. I, I don't really give a shit what he says. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joe goes to Texas. Okay. I think I don't, I don't know where I think he in LA something like that. Okay, so like I said, Joe Rogan says video games waste time. Uh, you should do better things with your time. And you know what, Eli, I agree with him. Actually, yeah, people think I'm gonna shit him because, like I said, I play a shitload of video games myself. But I do agree with him. But here's also my counter argument: that so fucking what? Yes, it is a waste of time. Yes, it is. Uh, you get nothing accomplished with it. You know what you call that? A hobby. It's okay to just fuck around and just play uh, whatever the fuck you want to play, Minecraft and stuff like that in Fortnite for hours. And it's okay with it because guess what? I can play Street Fighter V for two hours and people like like I got a fucking mental disability. Meanwhile, that same person that criticized me for having a mental disability can watch, can binge watch 13 hours straight of Netflix and act like nothing's wrong with it. Or, Joe, okay. or Joe Rogan being like, Sensory deprivation chambers and shit. That's right. a fucking waste of time. Right. Or doing stupid <laughs> shit like that. You know? a, yeah. Training yeah, so, jujitsu. What a bunch right. of bullshit that is. <laughs> right. You play fucking video games? Oh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Meanwhile, let me go watch Tiger King. Like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> that's even worse in my opinion. It's feel like this. If it makes you happy and it makes you entertained, because it's the thing. We go through life. We got all this bullshit going on. 2020 is making us go through it. A lot of people got bills, they got jobs, they got to take care, they got responsibility, they got kids, they got a girl, they got a wife, uh, whatever the fuck you got going on. Sometimes you want to sit down and take your mind off the bullshit. Now, maybe, you know, okay, I'm playing NBA 2K. There's something wrong with me. But you can sit there and watch uh, NFL Super uh, Sunday all fucking day or NBA games or MLB or soccer all fucking day and nothing's wrong with you. Meanwhile, you're dressing up. You're you a Green Bay Packers fan. You got a fucking cheese head on your head. In your front room, you know, something, but you want to look down at me because I want to play Madden. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, something's wrong with that. It's like we want to make judgments on everybody for what the things they do. Now, I know he brought up another appointment. Yes, there are addictions to it. And yes, I agree with you. There are addictions, but anything can be addicting. Too much of anything is a bad thing. Everything has to be done in moderation. Now, if I sat here and played video games for 13 hours, I would admit, yes, I have a problem. Do I do that? No, I don't. I'll sit there and play an hour, two hours, get it in, and I'm good. Yes, there are people that will play games for fucking 13 hours straight and have an addiction, have a problem, stuff like that. But it sounds like it sounds like Joe Rogan tried to play some Fortnite and got his ass whooped by a fucking 12 year old. He's like, man, video games are stupid. Right. (laughs) Well, that's the thing, because Joe Rogan (laughs) is a gamer. He is a gamer. He's been talking about something. And I think. I think he did may have come and I, I did some digging on stuff like that. Maybe he did come down with some kind of video game addiction where he got addicted to it and stuff like that. And he wasn't able to do anything. Hold on. Let me see. Books are addicting. Boobs, Boobs are, addicting. are addicting. Yeah. Um, uh, that, yeah I, honestly, I, I, I don't, I don't want to go there, Eli. But should I go there? Good. Okay. I'm going to go there. Because I was thinking about this also. A lot of times people want to compare video games to porn. I'm just saying because, you know, because you saying somebody just sat there and watch porn all day and stuff like that. Yes, you can say they have like some kind of mental disability or uh, I don't want to say mental disability, but uh, an addiction. addiction or anything like that. Yeah, addiction. And 
you know, that can be harmful for you also. They can harm your relationship, harm your job, harm whatever you have also like that. But like I said, I'm not saying porn got to be done in moderation, but I'm just saying they put them both in the same category. So in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with video games. You can just play video games and it's it's okay. And if you're addicted to boobs, hey, have it there too. But in moderation, <laughs> don't go nuts with it. You know, um, let's see. What else I got to talk about? That? That's all I want to talk about with Joe Rogan. I'm done with that. Like I said, just stop making judgment with anybody. You know what it is? I'm going to say one more thing about this. I think because video games are like a new genre. And it's a popular genre. Like, if you look at how much money it's making right now, even before this COVID shit hit, take 2019. Uh, last year, it made more money than the music industry and the movie industry combined. And let's throw comic books in there also, because why not? So it made more money than the movie industry, music industry, and the comic industry combined. And even with Endgame came out last year, and, it, and video games still made more than that. So you got some people that are having an issue. Okay, too many people are playing this. It must be an issue. This is the reason, you know, why society is... is you know, going to shit because of video games. Because we always got to point the finger at somebody. And they're still doing this shit now. They're, they're using video games as scapegoat when it's just a lot of people just want to sit back and just play video games. Hell, people, we in the point now that uh, weed is legal. People look, people say video games are worse than marijuana now. So, I don't know. I'm done with this shit. All right, can we move to the next part? Yeah. All right, so this now we're we're here, Eli. We finally got all through the bullshit. Now we're gonna get to the comic book. Like I said, with the comic book bullies, we're talking about comic books, and we're gonna jump into it. And I guess I go first on this one. If you want. Shit, why not? Okay. So first we're gonna get to is Batman 95. So this is Batman 95 Joker War Part One. Boom. Give it to me. Okay, we're in there. So if you listen this long, hopefully you uh you seen it. I'm gonna show you through it. Bam. Batman Joker War right there. So let's see what happened to this book right now. So basically how the book starts off, it starts off with a flashback and they don't actually tell you what's going on. Oh, I also want to tell you, because everybody keeps asking me about this bullshit, so I'm going to address it right now. Three Jokers. They've announced it. It's coming out next month. You've been blowing up both Eli and me for uh, when's coming out, when's coming out. So when we review this shit, you motherfuckers better listen in to it. Yeah, because I don't even give a shit. You guys going to make me read this crap. Right. <laughs> I'm reading it for you. Right. <laughs> okay. All, all two of our fans, all three of them. <laughs> well, we're four. We got four in the chat rooms right now. So, yeah. All right. So, the book starts off. It actually, they don't say it, but it actually, it, it takes place after the first time Batman and Joker ever fought. This is the aftermath what happened. And Batman is talking to Alfred, just reflecting on everything that's happening. You know, uh, I'm going to show you a picture of what's happening. Uh, they're having a conversation. We say, ladies, it's crazy dude to ever fall. You know, some men should want to watch the world burn. And Alfred is telling him, though, well, if you're going to fight this guy forever, don't worry. I'm going to be with you forever also because I can't let you fight this guy alone. Fast forward, Alfred's dead. <laughs> so, yeah, so you're not going to fight him all alone. Uh, and, yeah, so Joker, if you haven't paid attention to what's going on, Joker has all of Batman's money. He has not robbed them. He has legally transferred all of Batman's funds over to his account because he had a guy on the back funds that has found Batman's offshore account that he kept off the books, and he has the money now. And this information has got out, so Gotham knows that Bruce Wayne had an illegal funds offshore account that nobody knew about that he was embezzling money to to fund Batman. They know this shit. This is public information now. Not only that, they have repossessed his house. So Batman doesn't have a Batcave, doesn't have a uh, Wayne Manor. He's on the run. As a matter of fact, we ain't, we don't even see Batman. We don't even know where he's at right now. So the whole book is about 
hell, Joker. And he has Lucius Fox, and I'm going to show you this real quick. He has Lucius Fox, as you can see, they're torturing him. Punchline is torturing him right now. And they're getting information, and he's just giving them everything. He's spilling everything. He's telling them all where the back caves are. He's giving them codes, everything. So Joker knows where everything is because Lucius Fox gave up. But they won't kill Lucius Fox because they need information from him. Uh, oh, and Joker has a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, and the lawyer is named Hargrove, Hargrave, something like that. Anyway, he tells uh, Harvey Bullock, yeah, you need to get out of here. Matter of fact, we're going to send another guy in to take your job in the next three days. So you're not even going to be here much longer anyway. Uh, and Joker has so much money where he's had, we don't know what he's planning right now, but he's gone to crime alley and he's bought the Monarch theater. Now, if you know what the Monarch theater is, obviously you don't read Batman. I don't know anything about Batman. That's where his parents got killed. He That's bought the a bunch theater. of movie theaters, but yeah, he bought, the he Monarch. bought all of them. Yeah. Yeah. He, he bought, bought the Monarch. Yeah. Yeah, but he bought the Monarch Theater where uh, the theater that Bruce Wayne and his parents went to the night that they got shot in the alleyway in Crime Alley. So Joker goes there, talks to the theater owner, pays him all kind of shit some money so he can just go. And he's looking through. Oh, I got to tell you this also. So he's looking through old film and he finds the Mask of Zorro, the Mark of Zorro, whatever that name of the movie was. Let me see if I yeah. can find it. Yeah. And he has this. So obviously he's going to use this for something else. And. The theater owner asked Joker, he was like, what are you looking for? I mean, I know you're digging through these old movies like that, but are you going to play something good? Because people don't want to see the same thing over and over again. And that's when Joker tells him, oh, that's where you're wrong. People always say they don't want to see the same thing over and over again, but they really do. They just wanted a little twist and a little bit of more. Uh, but they want the character to do the same thing they did before. They just want a little twist on what they did before. And I think this is James Tinian doing a, a lampshade if you will, on what's going on, because basically he's giving us another final battle between it's Batman very, and Joker. Yeah, the scene was very meta. He's yeah. basically saying, yes, people do like to watch their favorite stories or hear their favorite stories over and over because maybe sometimes they see, you know, little details they never saw before. So he's basically saying, yes, here we are, another Joker story, and we've seen it all done before, but you know what? Maybe you're here. You're, 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 you're here. bought the book. You're, you're <laughs> so, here. You know the joke's on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we cut back to the, oh, and and Hargrove, Joker's lawyer, is the underbroker, the guy that's been in the books before anyway. So he's going there, still taking business for uh. And like I said, we still haven't seen Batman, but he's riding uh, Hargrove, the underbroker, is riding around in a limo, and apparently his limo driver is Batman. <laughs> that's how he's been getting around the whole time and I gotta show you this shit because not only because Batman is gonna do some Batman shit so remember in the old TV show where he used to uh, crawl up the wall with the rope shit like that no more now he crawls the wall like Spider-Man <laughs> well he's got magnetic he's got magnetic uh, what he calls yeah so he has that thing now so he can crawl up walls bats don't crawl up walls but fuck it he's Batman he does what he wants to and he's got the Arkham Knight vision and shit like on the video game where he could like see all the bad guys and shit, mm -hmm. you know. So that shit was going on right now. So he he has an undercover K. Still, I can shoot this. Yeah. So he's got a under a secret window that only he knows about that he can get to a secret entrance into Wayne Tower, and as we goes, you know, to get some other information. So he's trying to sneak in to take out Joker. You think he's gonna get the drop on Joker? But he's not because as soon as he gets there, who's waiting for him? Punchline. Everybody's favorite 
character that nobody likes. <laughs> so she's there, and then we get Punchline versus Batman. And they're fighting, and Punchline is just, you know, telling them all kind of shit. And while they're doing it, she actually opens up a new Batman suit, a new bat suit. Batman doesn't know where the suit came from. Lucius doesn't know where the suit came from. So, like, how the hell this suit even got here? So this is going to be Batman's new suit, I think, like, in Batman 100 with, like, that. Get ready. This, this is going to be a thing, you know. But while they're fighting, it turns out that Punchline has gassed the whole room. She's gassed the room with Joker Venom, Fear Toxin, and Bane's Venom just to, you know, have him tweaking afterwards, have him go through withdrawal to make him wish he was dead. Uh, so Batman's like, you know, bugging out and shit like that. And he's bugging out so hard, he hears Alfred's voice. You know, and he's like, hey, Alfred, how the hell are you here? He like, uh, Bruce, they took all your weapons, they took all your guns. And when he gets ready to try to get out of the room to get away from the gas, he sees a bat plane with the Joker smile on it. So Joker has taken all his weapons and using them to try to kill Batman. And that's when Alfred says, uh, yeah, now we're both dead, Master Bruce. And he shoots into Wayne Tower, the end. So that's Joker War Part 1. Uh, you know, pretty cool, you know. Like I said, it's another Batman versus Joker story. It's only so many ways you can tell this story. But I do like it. I feel like it's building up to something we haven't seen before. Now, Joker has all the cards, and Batman mm-hmm. don't have shit. So I think that's a that's new. That's yeah. A twist. You know what? I, I didn't mind this at all. Yeah. I was, I, I mean, like last few weeks, I've been talking about how burned out I was on Joker and all this Joker shit happening mm-hmm. and the building up to the Joker war. And now we got three Joker books coming out <laughs> and I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm really tired of the Joker. And, but right. after reading this, especially after that scene in the theater, yeah. you know, where, where Tom or not Tom, mm-hmm. Tinian, Tinian, yeah, you know, gave us that meta moment where he's almost like speaking to the reader. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you know. And I'm like, you know what? James Tinian is a great writer. He really is. He really is. He's a great writer. Batman. This is his chance to write a Batman Joker story. Let him do it. He's gonna have fun. You know, like that's what we all want to do. And he, this is his chance to tell it. And I'm like, you know what? Go ahead, dude. So after that, I'm like, you know what? I, I I didn't mind it so much. I, I do have one problem, Eli. The yeah. last 10 issues of this Batman book is all taking place in one night. <laughs> I don't think anybody else has noticed it. I'm like, he hasn't shit. He hasn't taken off his costume or anything like that. He's just been Batman. Just like, messing up and shit. Right. He's just been Batman for like the last yeah. fucking four just months. Give me one more like, toot out for or Lucius. <laughs> right. Batman. Bat Coke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it I'm gonna give it a four out of five. It's a good, it's a good strong yeah. start to it we've seen a zillion times yeah it's a it's a four out of five for me i yeah i really didn't think i was gonna give a shit but after reading it i'm like you know what yeah. tinian you do it and, and go, don't forget you this go. the final battle this is the yeah. final battle so, yeah so what do we got leroy's favorite word is bs i guess okay it's just in <laughs> okay <laughs> oh man so I, I guess you're up on next i guess since we're doing batman shit i'll do it i'll go with uh detective Detective Comics. Okay, cool. Detective, Let's roll with that. Detective 1024, I believe. All right. I hope I did uh, it right. Yeah, I think I did it right. Is that what it is? Okay. Is yeah. Yeah. 1024. So this is just picks up where the last issue left off. Um, we, we're dealing with the um, the Church of Two, Two Faces cult. Um, and it turned out that the the Joker had 
was behind everything and making Two Face wig out and do all this fucked up shit. And last issue, the Joker found the Court of Owls and he raised a bunch of fucking talons. Well, and okay. um, and it left off at, the, at, at, at a cliffhanger. And this one picks right up. We have Batman and Two Face, you know, surrounded by a bunch of talons. And Batman gives Two Face a, a, cho- a choice, like, "Hey, man, you ain't got no coin, none of your schizo shit. I need you need to make a choice. You, you need to make a choice. You're either gonna join me or you're gonna be a pawn of the Joker." And Two Face is like, "You know what? Okay, let's do this. Let's kick ass." So it's Batman and Two Face versus a fucking bunch of fucking talons. Two Face is inside the bat armor, that mech suit from- uh, Oh, yeah, the mech suit from night, uh, court, the original Court of Owls? From, uh, like the from, one he said, like, get the hell out of my house? The one that Gordon had that in a- uh, Oh, that? I, I thought they killed that suit. I thought they blew that suit up. Uh, whatever it was called. Anyways, the he's bat, in a the bat, bat suit. The, the bunny suit? Yeah, that thing. It's in, he's in a bat mech suit. And so it's, yeah, it's Batman and Two-Face in a fucking robot bat suit, blowing out, blowing away talents. Pretty fucking cool for the majority of the book. Okay. Um, and then at the end, after they get rid of them all, uh, Batman like says, "Okay." He he ends up punching a code, and he turns off the suit, so now Two Face can't fucking do shit. And then he's <laughs> like, "I'm gonna perform a surgery on you to cure you, to get that bullet out of your head and all that shit, so you're no longer a you know schizo and shit." And he performs a surgery, and supposedly cures uh uh uh. uh Two-Face. In the epilogue, Two-Face is in jail. He's in jail. He's in Blackgate. But not not Arkham. He's in Blackgate. So, supposedly... Because he's, he's not crazy. Because right? he's not crazy anymore. Um, and uh, Two-Face is in jail. Um, and he's like, basically saying, I'm just here. There's a the guy in a cell next to him saying, oh, uh, you're that lawyer. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm working on you know, cases for inmates that have been wrongly accused, blah, 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 blah. Is okay, well, maybe you can work on mine. And it turns out to be Matches Malone. Wait, wait. oh, who is really Batman? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, pretty cool, you know. Um, you know, it was a lot of action, like I said, Batman and Two-Face in a, in a, in a robot bat mech suit, mm-hmm. you know, taking out Talons, you know. And because Talons are like dead or zombies batman don't give a shit he's like yeah kill him <laughs> <laughs> so four out of five yeah okay cool all right so uh next book i'm going to do is okay next book i'm going to do is empire empire number two because like i said they we're so behind on books right now that dc is just, well marvel and dc are just cranking these books out just left and right i think we just reviewed this like last week or something yeah, I, I'm not caught up yet. I went back to zero, and I, 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 so I didn't get a chance to read this yet. So I'm still not caught up on Empire. But you okay. go ahead. Okay, no problem. Okay, so basically what happens, the book starts off with some mystery guy that we don't know is supposed to come and try to save the Avengers. We don't know. We'll find out later on. But anyway, the big three, Cap, Tony, Thor, you know, like they have been captured by Sequoia. And the thing is with Sequoia, and the thing is, if you hadn't read the last book, oh, that's just too much shit going on. The last book is that the Avengers actually helped Sequoia kill all the Korean and, and, and Scroll army. 
just wipe them out so they can just take over, you know, the universe. And Sequoia, who is like this space guy, is basically saying, Avengers, since you helped us avenge, you know, our people, we're going to let you live. Matter of fact, we're the you're the only, you know, flesh people that we're going to let live because we're going to kill everybody else. We're going to let you live because, like I said, he considers himself the Avengers child. Like I said, Sorcerman is his, his father. Mantis is his mother. They're both former Avengers. Uncle is his Thor. He call, calls him Uncle Thor. So he's like, since since the I have, since I'm like family to the Avengers, I'm going to let you guys live. All you got to do is just stay the fuck out of my way and I won't kill you. Well, I kill everybody else. And of course, you know, the Avengers can't do that. So I'm going to give you an option. You can either, you know, go open. I'm going to either give you an open hand or a closed fist. And then he hear, wait, what's that? I hear thunder. And that's when Thor is just like, oh, that's my open hand. And the next thing you hear, Monier flies out of nowhere, comes to his hand, and boom, lightning class, they get out there, and then you're gonna see, give me the panel, give me the panel, give me the panel. Boom, you see the big three, you know, standing out there, you with the Avengers music, dun, 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 you know, and then they finna whoop ass you like that. Before they could do that, that's what Sequoia just like, you know what, Avengers? I try to give you mercy, you fuck me over, I'm out. And he teleports and get out of there. Uh, while he's doing that, Swordsman also teleports to get out of there also, but he used, okay, remember how the X-Men used that plant teleporting thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the Katoiti Kato- or Katati or whatever the fuck the name is, they can do that shit too. And T'Challa sees that, he's just like, hmm, interesting. Because he's seen this shit before. Remember, Wakandans and the X-Men uh, are having a little friction right now, so the fact that he sees that that's going to come into play later on. So anyway, they're doing that. Uh, the rest of the Avengers, like, uh, so the rest, all the Avengers fly down to Earth because the Kotati have already invaded Earth and just fucking up shit. The only person left in space right now is Carol Danvers. So Carol Danvers meets up with Super Scroll and the other Kree warrior named Captain Glory. And they're like, that uh, our Kree Scroll warship that's got like 10,000 people on it right now. The Katati are just destroying this shit right now. Matter of fact, the Fantastic Four are on this shit right now. And if we don't save them, everybody's gonna end up dying. Now the thing is, is that, uh, and I'm gonna show you what that ship looks like. Like it's being just vegetation just everywhere. So the thing is, the Katati is just eating the ship alive. The Fantastic Four, everybody in Fantastic Four is cool and can survive it except for one person. The thing, and the reason the thing can't survive because since he's all rock and shit like that, the plants are like eating him from the inside because of his rock. So. Hulkling, who's got that, you know, the King Scroll like that, he has his magic sword. He's like, don't worry, Hulk, I got you. I mean, thing, I got you. So he takes his sword and he slices through Ben Grimm. Just slices right through him. But his sword is magic. So the way his sword works is that it actually doesn't hurt Ben. It only kills the Katati plants inside of him. He's like, how the fuck you do that? My sword's magic. Excelsior, you know. So his sword can only attack what he wants it to attack. Oh no! So shit. if it's yeah, so if it's a friend, he just you know do this shit and it won't hurt him. That's convenient. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> plot. So and that's what Reed Richards think. Like, well, that's a cool ass sword, man. I need to understand how to get that power and how that <laughs> yeah, because he's Reed Richards and it's Reed Richards and that's the Captain Marvel's like. No, what you need to do is that sword energy. Put it in me because in the comics, Captain Marvel's power is that she can absorb energy and redirect it anywhere else. You know. But and then Hulk is like, you notice a whole lot of power, right? He's like, I don't care. You you give me the juice, just juice me up and just let me go. So he stabs Captain Marvel with the sword. But like I said, because you know, since he considered her a friend, the sword, the actual sword doesn't hurt her, but all the energy just shoots it to her, and she's about to like overload and explode and shit like that. And that's when she just lets all her energy go. 
you super know, Saiyan. yeah, super Saiyan hair glowing and shit like that. So all the energy goes, and you know, and when she explodes, all the Katati in the ship die instantly, but all the scrolls and the crystal on the ship they live. So boom, they're okay. And but the thing is, it, it affects Captain Marvel so bad, she actually dies. Oh, no shit. For like five seconds, but they resuscitate her. You know, they revive her, you know. <laughs> I bet you that pissed off everybody. Right. Or, well, actually, or, actually. Or, hey, Willie, how you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, we thought Captain Marvel was going to die. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> Marvel, you fucked up, you know. Uh, so the thing is, and the reason how they revived her, they revived her with Ronan the Accuser's hammer. Now, notice you haven't seen Ronan the Accuser in this story at all. I think he's dead or whatever the fuck he's at. I don't know. And anyway, they like, well, Captain Marvel, you're Cree because it's like it's a retcon. She's a Cree now. You never fought for the Cree army. We have to team together now to take out the Katati. We're down an accuser. Why don't you take the hammer? And she like, okay. So now Captain Marvel is a Cree accuser, and she's got the Cree war shit on now. So she's fighting for the Cree now. All right. Yeah, and. Oh, and so now since she's the accuser, they tell Hulkling, okay, Hulkling, you got to lead the army uh, to save uh, save the universe of the Katati. And basically how you're going to do that is destroy Earth. They're like, wait, what? Yeah, you got to destroy Earth because they got all the Katati on Earth, Earth right now. If you destroy this entire planet, they can't spread. You're like, oh, shit. Too big of you. And it's Super Scrolls up to that. So that's the story. Uh, this one wasn't as strong as the second issue. It was. It did feel like kind of padding because this is the part because if you look at all the listings on it, there's like 50 million crossovers already out right now. There's X-Men crossover, Hulk crossover, Avengers crossover, Fantastic Four crossover, all this week. So that's what all the exciting should happen right now. And I'm not fucking with any of that. I don't care. I was reading the main story. Whatever's here is cool. I know there's another story where Black Panther is like, they're like trying to invade Wakanda and they call him the world's most dangerous man. Whatever. I don't care. Look. <laughs> Main story. That's what we're on right now because we already know they're just gonna get to this story, fly through it, and then Noel is coming next year. They're just trying to get to this shit as fast as possible. So overall, I'm gonna give this issue a 3.5 out of five. Uh Hulkling's sword is cool, Excelsior is cool, you know. So cool. that's my thing. Oh, you didn't read this, so you can't give me a rating. Okay. Yeah, I didn't read it yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's cool. All right, so so what you got next? Um, the only other thing I read was Star Wars, Dr. Afra number two. Okay, hold up, let's see what we got. What you, what you got there, Big Willie? Damn it, Captain Karen lives. She lives. Awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, if we did, if he if what died, he would have gave the book like a five out of five. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm Captain Marvel, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just keep killing her over and over again, and I'll just buy this book. You know. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, the Fortune and Fate, Part Two: The Haunted. So. Um, so Dr. Afra, um, she's basically like an Indiana Jones character in the Star Wars universe. She's been hired. She was hired by Vader uh, uh, to help track down Luke Skywalker and, and Jedi artifacts to help him track down Luke Skywalker. And, but she's sort of a, she's kind of a, a, a con artist. She kind of swindles and, and, and uh, you know, wheels and deals and, you know, kind of, you know, de- operates in the criminal underworld a lot. Um, so she's a really fun character. Um, in this story, she's been hired. Her, she's got a crew. We, she's got Black Krasanstin again, the the, the, the bounty hunter Wookiee. Krr, yeah. I like that, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and she's got a crew, and they've been hired uh, to find these things called the Rings of Val, Valale or something. Mm-hmm. They got they're they they're supposed to they're like a legend. They're like you know it's like like the Holy Grail or something or like Excalibur. You know, it's some some weird supernatural uh, rings that grant whoever holds them ultimate power and it all, but they're cursed. They they're said to drive you insane and stuff. But they're said they're legend. They're they're, they're thought not to have existed. You know, like the Lost Ark, like in Indiana Jones and Lost Ark. Mm-hmm. You know, Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she's been hired to go find it. She's got a crew. Um, they they. Uh, they find the tomb and basically it's all spooky and they're, they're finding, uh, you know, the inside of the, inside of this tomb, it's got like all these soul, like it's got um, like sculptures of people of the souls that these rings have sucked out of or whatever. And they're all tortured and it starts turning into like a ghost story the, 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 uh, the, 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 the statues start coming to life and howling and shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, messing with people's mind. They're like, these are hallucinations. We're going crazy and shit. Um, and then they fall, a trap door happens. Uh, and then there's a bunch of other archeologists like fought, shot, um, corner Afra and they all pull out their guns. Like, okay, here you are. You're going to lead us to these rings. Um, that's kind of what it is. It's, it's basically an Indiana Jones story. They're going through a tomb with a spooky object that they're finding. It's got a, like a little ghost story horror element. There's also another side plot involving uh, Tag, General Tag. He's one of the old generals from the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's working for like his nephew or something like that, like a, a relative of his and stuff. So there's like an imperial, you know, threat looming over there. But, you know, still pretty fun. Like I said, it's like a, a horror ghost story, Indiana Jones, spook tale. So I'll give it a four out of five. Okay, cool. We got Dr. Afro in the building. All right, so uh, last book I got is going to be, and I'm actually glad I picked this book up. This is going to be X-Men Fantastic Four number three. Thing is, I had to remember what happened because the other book came out. Oh, shit. I forgot all about that. Yeah, because like I said, because the pandemic hit and the comic book industry like crashed, the the issue before this came out like almost like fucking five months ago yeah i totally forgot about that book. yeah so this came out this week this is the final issue of this this is done this is it oh uh, yeah or is this the fourth issue i can't remember what this is whatever this is the last issue i can't remember uh so anyway dr doom has said the x-men fucked up and he built some doom robot sentinels to come after them. I'm gonna show you what they look like. Oh, Boom. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. Yeah. So the Doom oh, Sentinels, yeah. they're all over there just fucking up shit. While they're doing that, uh Franklin Richard, he's trying to like make sure Franklin Richards uh can get his powers back. And Franklin's like, whatever you do, don't stop. And everybody's trying to stop him, you know, because Doom is just fucking out of you know, out of control. He's trying to get Franklin's power back at the same time. He's trying to kill the X-Men while the Fantastic Four is like, doing what the hell are you doing? Stop this machine because we don't trust anything you're doing. Meanwhile, Franklin is trying to stop them from coming in. But And Kitty Pryde is like, no, I'm going to stop you from doing that. And Doom is like, Kitty, I know your power is better than you do. So what he does, he increases her mass and makes her fall through the floor. <laughs> so that's what he does with Kitty Pryde. And uh, basically some more fighting going on, stuff like that. and. 
that's when Emma Frost just like, uh, Fantastic Four, we need your help because these Doombots are kicking our ass right now. And Sue Storm is just like, look, Reed, you got this. I'm going to help the X-Men. And Reed like, yeah, I got this. You can help them out. So Reed goes, uh, Sue goes there, flies over there, help them take down the Doombots like that. Uh, and Kitty Pride actually is like, I'm not going to let, you know, Dr. Doom master my powers better than I do. So she figures out how to get back up, phase to him. She phased through all that shit, get to Franklin, and she tells Franklin, Franklin, what do you want to do? Do you want Doom to uh, do this shit? Because he Doom is out there killing X-Men right now. He was like, Kitty, get me out of here. I I, I want to go help my mom. Because my mom's out there helping the, the uh, X-Men. I'm going to help him out. He's like, so they go. So while the X-Men get the ass kicked by the Doom by shit like that, Franklin Riches teleports over there, makes one single blast, kill every single Sentinel with one shot. Done. Dead. That's it. <laughs> Fight's over. <laughs> Uh, and then he falls. He collapses. So he like did that. some Captain Marvel shit. Basically, you know, he just Captain Marvel shit. He fell out. It was like, damn, that boy's powerful as hell. But he know he exhausted himself because he's not as powerful as he as he used to be. So, and that's when Doom is like, X Men, you fucked up. You came to my you came to my place. You started a war on my own Latveria. What did I tell you? In you are fucked. And and that's when they're like, no, uh, Doctor Doom, you're not gonna do anything. Those mutants you have here on your on your place. You're going to bring them back with us. Otherwise, we're going to go to war right now. Doom looks at him. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. You can have the mutants. I don't care. And he lets him have the mutants. He just leaves. And that's it. So what are they going to do with Franklin? Because like, the X-Men and the Fantastic Four still have this issue about what they're going to do with Franklin. So what they do is that the X-Men, like, we just make it Franklin's decision. If Franklin wants to go, he can come. If he wants to stay, he can stay. And Frank's just like, look, I got to I gotta be with my people. I got to figure out this stuff i gotta figure out what to do and the parents hug them just like franklin you do what you want to do if you want to leave you can leave and that's when frank uh re hugs him and he's just like dad you gotta let me go and reads like not yet son and i thought there was a, a touching moment you know tiggle down there oh okay and I then the whole I, family I, hugs him <laughs> i thought reed was gonna like do some shit like <laughs> I, I totally thought Reed was gonna do some shit. <laughs> like knock him out of some shit. Or... I, I, I know how Reed is. I do... <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna come back to it. We're gonna come back to this. Today. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't wait. Wait. There's more. Okay. So they made it. A, the X Men and the Fantastic Four have made an arrangement. Franklin is gonna go to the Krakoa in the daytime. You know, he's gonna go around. The, you know, train all the stuff like that. And then at nighttime, he comes back home. Boom. Best of both worlds. You know. And then while it happens, you know, the one night he gets ready to go home, Professor X and Magneto like, uh, Franklin, how about we walk you home? We, 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 you about to go to dinner right now, right? Let's go with you. Let's, let's go. We ain't talked to Reed in a while. Let's go there. Okay. So they go there. They get dressed up, you know, for dinner. You know, Sue brings them on. You know, hey, Professor X, Magneto, I know y'all coming. I'll make an extra play for you. He's like, no, you ain't got to. We just want to holler at Reed real quick. We ain't seen Reed in a while. We just want to just have a good conversation. Oh, before I get there, uh, Val is having a Skype chat with her Uncle Doom. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, and she's just like, hey, Uncle Doom, how you doing? You good? Okay, because remember those schematics that you sent to uh, Beast and Professor X? They said that nothing was, everything was going to up and up. You know, when you sent my dad? Well, while they were looking at the schematics, I was looking at the suit. I saw what you did. I saw that you had like siphon energy on there that you were taking energy outside of Franklin. So what are you planning? He was like, uh, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> Talk to you later, guy uh guy daughter. <laughs> uh so while that's going on, 
uh, Magneto and Professor X go down and they see, you know, Reed working on some shit. It's like, hey, Reed, remember the thing you did where you figured out how to uh, cut off Franklin's, you know, gene access to his power, stuff like that? He was like, oh, yeah, I apologize for that. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, you ain't got to apologize for that. Uh, we just want you to know you're not doing that shit again. So Magneto takes that machine that, you know, he used to cut off uh, his powers. He takes this shit. Professor X takes off his helmet and he mind wipes Reed. Oh, shit. But the way he does it is fucked up. Uh, the way he does it is like he doesn't completely mind wipe him. What he does is that he mind wipes that ability to make that machine to cut off mutants' powers. And what Professor X tells him, see, Reed, you're lucky. If this was back in my Illuminati days, I would have wiped your whole mind when you never known I would have did this shit. But I want you to know I did this shit. So I'm only going to erase that part so you know I was here and I did this shit to erase the uh, formula from your mind so you would know in the back of your head you can never make that formula again. And why? And that's when Magneto destroys that machine that did it and Magneto's is like, Read the days of you just running around doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Those days are over. You have accountability now. So we're watching you. You are in a new world now. So all this shit, you just make whatever you want to, just do whatever you want to with your son and mutant stuff like that. Uh uh-uh. uh. You can't run around and check. We're watching everything you do now. And how the book ends, this is so fucked up. They show the formula of how Reed made that formula to make we cut off uh, mutants genes. And each page, the formula gets less. And less until it no longer oh, exists. Oh shit! Yeah. Fucked up, man. Chip Zdarsky, that genius. <laughs> so they kind of compromised, but they didn't. And the thing is, Reed knows what they did, and it's fucked up. And there's nothing he can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. A, this, this issue was a four point five out of five. This whole. This whole arc was awesome. It really was. Chip yeah, Zdarsky. I totally forgot about it, man. Shit. Yeah, it, it was an awesome run. I, I love how they did this. Uh, it may have consequences later on down the road, but this was like one of the best Fantastic Four books we've seen in a while. And plus, even though with all these 50 million X books that are on right now, this sums up what the X-Men are going through right now. And they found a common medium with what's going on with uh, with Franklin. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, anything else we got? Or? No, I'm all booked out. I'm booked out also. So, yeah, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. Uh, I think we need to do some house cleaning real quick. Um, people yeah. haven't hit up about, you know, where is the audio stream going on right now. We're having some in-house difficulties right now that we're not going to get into. It's a lot of behind-the-scenes shit going on right now that we're not going to touch on. Just know that we are going to get the situation squared away. It may be a little bit different than what it was before, but we'll get the situation taken care of. So we're just, you know, in a transitional period right now. Uh, but definitely listen to all other podcasts. Like I said, Big Willie Pace was on. Check out his podcast, OK Boom, and it's on Outright Geekery. Uh, check out This Geeks and Comics. They're on there. Um, all that other shit, too. I can't remember what we have, what we don't have, because like I said, there's so much fluctuation going on right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> to be, to just be yeah, flat I don't know either. I mean, I got, I mean, I don't know what I'm doing with Geek Savs right now. Right. Um, like I said, I'm. I've been thinking about rebranding the show for a while, and I think this might be the time to do it while this is all while all this shit's happening. So I'm not like sure, said, you know, what's happening. Like I said, don't worry. We have things coming. Things are in the pipeline, but we don't really know what's happening right now. But we will get it figured out. So hopefully by next week, everything will sort of be back to normal. You see, we've already kind of changed up the format, but you know, we're it's a work in progress. 
So definitely check us out next week. We will be back next week. We don't know what the hell we're going to be talking about, but we'll be here sometime at midnight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. Talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Bitch, I did it, I made it, I'm loved and I'm hated I started from the bottom, now my neighborhood is gated They say drink to your accomplishments, so every night I'm faded Feel like every other day, me and somebody new related You my sister, cousin, brother from the other side The other side, I don't know who told you that My mama, where she fucking lied hey, Wake up, wake up, get your kick up, cut it out like it's cocaine Shake up all the streets with all these beats like body beats I'm not discreet, this is how I feel on the inside Are you non-talent rapping motherfuckers better run you have no purpose, fucking imposter, you gotta Get it through your head, you won't never get no handout Fucking with your ass, it be like throwing a band out Perfect. My flow increase, my dough increase, you know I leave them all deceased I am a fucking beast, I'm from the east, I keep the peace Don't need a beast, but I keep a peace, gotta compete That boy gon' eat, this is a feast, once I release I'm smoking trees, I bought my shit, I don't need no lease So fuck you up like Mr. P, this shit right here, a masterpiece I'm coming in hot like the police, shooting my shot like from leaving bodies in the motherfucking streets, man. Fire!